0: Hey guys, welcome back to the full-time show, Sports Stars Indian Football Special Podcast. And I am Sham Vasudevan and I'm joined by my colleague Arshin Prasad as we discuss all the happenings from the third week of the Indian Super League. And well, first of all, welcome back to the show Ashin.
1: Hi Sham, how are you man?
0: I am well. I think we had a great game to watch today between FC yeah. United and Bengaluru FC that ended in a 2-2 draw. But before that, I think we have a lot to talk about in this podcast. We saw ATK Mohan Bagan drop its first points in the season. We saw a tense 1-0 win for Bendur FC over Chennai FC. And SCE Spring is yet to open its account. So we've got a lot of things to talk about. And we are going to dissect our podcast into three segments, starting with the top four. So, Ashwin, over to you. Who do we have on top of the table right now?
1: I think it's Mumbai City. Yeah, it's Mumbai City there is not much to say about mumbai city uh, from the la- from what we spoke in the last last week uh they had a very routine 2-0 win over odisha fc odisha didn't have much to offer and mumbai city were uh, being M- mumbai city fc under lobera and they are clicking into gear right now and uh, yeah in the three matches they have won since the first game week they have managed to keep clean sheets as well, so that bodes well for them. And Lobera's team is something which we have constantly associated that they don't uh, do so well defensively, but mm-hmm. they managed to like shut out teams well, not uh, give give them enough chances, uh, especially against East Bengal and Odisha FC. So that's something uh, which they, I think, Mumbai uh, City staff and the fans would be like pretty happy with. But. Right and they also managed to get in some uh, player rotation in because they have another big game coming up against uh, chennai fc and they played only two days before before that and uh, so we are recording on the day before the mumbai city versus chennai so right uh, also they go, managed to get Ogbechi uh, Le- uh, on the score sheet as well so some confidence <laughs> there yes
0: yeah. i think yeah lopera side as i think uh, mumbai city have made a fine comeback after losing their opening clash to win their next three on the trot, and you know to not concede any goals, which is uh, I think a strong comeback from their side. And like you rightly pointed out, also Rivera has managed to rotate his squad really well. I think the opening game he fielded both Adam LeFondre and Bartol- Bartholomew Ogbech in, in the starting eleven, and that yeah. didn't really click. But then yeah. he's then gone on to uh, play either of them on the pitch, and that has actually one uh, actually you know worked wonders for him. With Bartholomew, which also scoring in the last game against Odisha FC mm-hmm. in the penalty spot. So I think now he's got two strikers, both of them you know high on confidence, and mm-hmm. he's got Boomers and um, uh, Ahmed Jahu and Pukupums also looking really looking in fine form. So I think things are finally looking up. Yeah. For and where I, City. I think
1: I think the the last few matches also gives a indication about like who is his main striker now. Mm-hmm. Laphne, uh, is the man who probably like fits the system better for them. And I also have to like give a mention for Bipin Singh. Uh, oh, yeah. He started uh, the last two games and he's someone who I think like, you know, under proper coaching, like and a, and a proper coach like Sergio Lovera, he can improve his game further. We have seen flashes of what he's capable of uh in the previous season, but the season, his direct running, like his speed is probably what, uh, Lobera sees in him uh, best, yeah. like that's something which he likes, players who can like uh, run fast down the wings and he's he's, a, he's managed to displace uh, Farooq Chaudhary in the last two games, who's a Indian international by the way. So yeah, yeah. he's good. And as usual, Jahu, Roland are doing what they do best. Uh, if you,
0: on the as well.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I I I love uh, Roland Borges like you know since <laughs> his days in uh, Northeast United uh, in the uh, under Elko Shatori yeah you like you know more of a, become more of a box to box midfielder mm-hmm. and, uh, which Indian midfielders don't, don't do so well so he's done, done well and one interesting stat which I want to point out from the uh, from the Odisha game was Jahu managed three times more passes than uh, a Odisha player. Which, wow. he had, yeah, he registered 93 passes, uh, that's what I saw on Opta, which is like, <laughs> is on another level, that's what we have come to expect from Jahu, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I think it's, it's, a, it's a comeback of Jahu that we all know, and we've yeah. all been looking forward to. I mean, so, yeah, so, three wins on the trot, sees Mumbai City on top of the table, after, with four games, uh, with nine points. And they are, while closely trailed by Northeast United, which have played a game more, also on nine points, and Northeast... Not too bad. Enough, still unbeaten start of the season, no losses yeah. yet. And the last result was two, actually had two really good results. One was of course a 2-0 winner. SC is Bengal, followed by uh, the two-all draw with uh, Bengaluru FC today, which is which was also I think a very uh, a good comeback from the side after yeah. conceding second half.
1: Sham, like I want to ask you, like do you remember what we had predicted for North East United in the ISL Preview Pod? Because like I, I don't remember what was the prediction for them because. This is not something which we expected, to be honest.
0: It was, was not bottom three, he was on top four. He was one of the um, contention. Uh, some sides would fight for the playoffs, the dark horses. But yeah. we didn't rate them in the top four or in the bottom three.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I think much of the credit has to go to Gerard Masman. Like, he, he is so infectious, like, you know, with what he's doing with this team. Hmm. And, and I'm especially thrilled for the young Indian players, Lalang Mavia and Nintong Pamita. Link, I'm, i again, nimthomba <laughs> Mite is super.
0: Phenomenal,
1: yeah. Especially in the game against East Bengal. Yeah. The the work rate, like, he puts in, like, he doesn't stop, man. Like, he, he, he just, like, you know, runs and runs, like, and he's someone who can cross well into the box as well. Like, he, he looks to True. beat the man first up and then, like, he doesn't, like, dawdle on the ball too much. Like, he gets in the, uh, gets in the cross. I think. Particul- in particular in the match against east bengal he put in two superb crosses and if it weren't for senat singh that was a shot on goal like at least they could have scored one there but yeah he's been superb but what what about you like what has impressed northeast united for you i
0: think just what- the way they're very organized i they've been very very organized at the back uh, today was of course uh, today was kind of scrappy against bengaluru both the goals we considered were very yeah. scrappy and uh, were poor in defense but I've also really liked the way uh, they, they transition from attack to defense, from defense to attack. I think it's been very good. And I think, um, uh, today, like for example, today we had Luis Macado who's playing a very, um, yeah. very key role. He was the architect of most of the most of the, uh, moves he made today. And mm. of course, the first goal was given to him because he got a huge deflection. The second one as well, he took matters into his own hands and actually went up and scored that goal. And um, I think as compared to um, Idrissa Silla, who's besides other striker, he would he would. Yeah. He would be on my starting level any day because he offers mm. so much more. Like Sila is more of a target man kind of a person, like like yeah. an Ogbeche, for example, mm. who will win the ball for you and maybe score you a last stage goal or could be, you know, mm. um, a target man in the box for you. But I think uh, Luis Lo- Makada has just so much more to offer, and I I, I personally feel that you know, uh, uh, Nusis, Gerard News has actually combined his youth and experience really well here. He's and- got a lot of young players and he's done a phenomenal job at you know uh, I think coming up with the best possible
1: 11 he's got at his mm-hmm. actual mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. And one 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 other thing which has like impressed me is like in previous season in te- against teams like Bengaluru it's where it's like locked 1-1 the score line and Bengaluru ends up like scoring a late goal and those mm-hmm. are things like you think like okay this is now Bengaluru's territory where they like see yeah. things out but and to my surprise like you know Northeast managed to get that equalizer out of nowhere and yeah. uh, and this is, again, this is something which we saw previously as well, like they're not throwing in the towel, like they, mm. even in today, Gerard says that like, you know, he has certain plans in mind and uh, considering like, you know, he managed to rotate the squad quite well. Uh, today, he made four changes to a starting eleven up and starting eleven, sorry. And uh, for the match against FC Goa, he made five changes to a starting level mm. because it, so many matches, like, you know, being played uh, so close to each but other. Like I
0: said, he's rotating his he squad really well and the fact that he's got so many young players in his team, which yeah. just gives him the liberty of having so many people who can run up and down, which is, I think, yeah. one of the most demanding tasks in the humidity of Goa and in a season like now where we have, which which is, I mean, the first of its kind. players yeah. are fairly played. I think that yeah. fact that he's got so many young players in his team is a massive boost for him. And I would also want to give a shout out to rochar Zala. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he's, Chara as they as his nickname goes. I think yeah. he also has been really good. He scored the second goal against SCS. Yes, he a name he,
1: like like a like a dragon. <laughs> Rot- 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 That's first, like, I can associate with. In with the, you have the name association right? Like Rot- 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 Zala, like reminds me of like some spitting dragon. Also, <laughs> was a Brazilian as well. Rot- yeah. Not too Yeah. Or a Pokemon character, but yeah. yeah he, <laughs>
0: Even the first game, yeah, I mean against SC E's Bengal, that was a great run. He covered sixty yards in less than ten seconds, I think, to score the second goal to put the tie to bed. And even against Bengaluru, he 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 was really I mean, obviously he um the goal came off his strike yeah. where he cut in from VP he took VP Suarez's pass and then he cut in on the left and then let one rip which took a deflection. But I think, yeah, again, one of the many youngsters, twenty-two years of up in three years of age, making his ISL debut, you know, and um Isola, Isola FC Academy product. I think it's a, it's a great again. Um, I mm-hmm. think Gerard Murphy's got um, a lot of young players, and I think he's doing a fantastic job rotating the squad and making the best of the uh, youth that he's got at his disposal.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: and deservedly on the second spot on the ice. The I think
1: he's he's made twenty. He today he mentioned that like he's made uh, he's used twenty one players so far wow. this Yeah, so good things going for Northeast United. And Absolutely. Yeah. They are
0: trailed by, yeah, they are trailed by ATK Mohan Bagan, who also are on nine points. Happened only four matches, but slipped to their first loss in the ISL as ATK Mohan Bagan. And yeah. that came... I'm, I'm,
1: I'm going to whisper it. I, I enjoy watching them lose <laughs> because like, I want some competition going on. So, yeah,
0: no, but I, I would actually go to the extent of saying they were Outplayed for most parts of the game by Juventus for FC. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to whisper that. I think I would say that out loud. <laughs> the fact yeah. that they actually were out there The opening half, they had one shot on target, which was their first shot in the first shot on target cool. in the opening half in the IS of this season in, in after four games, which tells you that they're just slow starters. Mm. And the fact that they literally had z- like maybe two chances, four shots in total, one on target and barely two chances in the opening half against good I think yeah. I have to talk to Peter Hartley, he was phenomenal for me. Yeah. man was an absolute rock at the mm-hmm. back. He put in every defence, every tackle he had, to. threw himself on the ball. And I mean, I don't know, was Roy Krishna playing the first half? I barely saw him on the ball. I barely <laughs> <Yeah>. saw him.
1: <laughs> it saves a lot when they have just like one shot on target in the first game, in the first half. I mean oh, like in the yeah. four matches of the first half also, yeah.
0: I was honestly surprised, and I thought. Um, and I think
1: you you mentioned the stat like where Anthony Habas's team has scored fourteen yeah. goals after seventy-five minutes. 75
0: minutes. Yeah.
1: yeah. So they, so they, they ha- they are a team which can go to the extent like where they can oh. attack. So that's that's something which has been evident in the last uh, week as well. Like they managed the win over Odisha FC in the ninety-fourth minute, after ninety-fourth minute as well, and ninety-fifth minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well. and again so that was one of the matches where uh, atk mohan bagan had to take the initiative to the other team because odisha uh, under back baxter like he 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 mm. set the team up to like defend and they did that the, did that well for uh, for the most parts quite well but you can see that like you know atk mohan bagan this doesn't create that many uh, chances when when they uh, or they're not a team which can play like a Mumbai City FC or mm. a, a FC Goa. If they're so good in the
0: second half, if they're
1: just known to win games,
0: that why can't you do that in the opening mm. half? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's something that I've, I've, I've just not able to process the fact that if they can score so many goals in the second half, all their goals so far have come in the second half. Mm. What is it with a slow start? Like
1: what, okay, One thing which I can think about is that like it's not to do with uh, attacking. Maybe because when teams start to start, start on the ball right right from the uh, first few minutes, they are capable of making mistakes. Like you have seen Kerala Blasters very often they do that. FC Goa also yeah. like sometimes when they're trying to play out from the back, when they're trying to push forward. So I don't know. Maybe Habas is trying to keep his team team shape uh, properly for the first first half. That's why like they probably don't get into the groove of attacking, but yeah. then they know like you know they have to like now play some ball. And particularly in the match against Jamshedpur, they were trailing 1-0. So they yeah. had to go for it. And you can see yeah, that, that
0: was the first time they were trailing as well. And yeah. I mean, like we also discussed how ATK has ATK Moan Bagan. Um, is 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 almost like the all-star team this year in the ISL. They've got I think all the stalwarts they need to have to essentially Bulldoze through the competition, and even yeah. the, their plan is the most accomplished one in the ISL. I would go on to say because Sandesh Jingan, Prabhid Das, Pritham Kotal, Karl McHugh now uh, uh, all, all of them started against Jabhjit, but they still let Nerejizvalski let him score two virtually unmarked. The first header was where was his marker? Uh, uh,
1: J- Jingen, Jingen was his marker there and managed to get over him. Jingen uh, yeah. set her and he got, got to it, but more than that, like uh i I'm, I'm i think i'm forgetting what uh Owen Coyle was trying to say yeah he said it in yesterday's post match like how he went with two uh strikers in a sense uh, william lallonfella and walskis uh, were, were paired up together and he wanted that two versus three advantage uh, mm-hmm. uh going up at the, in the top and where they were like you know putting in the long balls and even Habas, I think he, he was not happy, uh, not Habas, uh, Edu Garcia mm-hmm. in the post-match press conference, he was saying how he was not happy. It's not that he said that he wasn't happy, but then the point, the point that like, he was making, saying that like, you know, team, the team was playing wrong balls into the box and then we struggle. So it shows that like, you know, they didn't enjoy that aerial strength, which uh, yeah. Jamshedpur had against them. And Jamshedpur, every time they play those balls into the box. And Monroy was, by the way, like he was superb with yeah, the set pieces. Really yeah. They have Eze, Eze is like, I think he's like six foot five or six something. Six foot six. <laughs> yeah. And Peter Hartley, he was winning every headers and Vasquez, we all know like what he's capable of. Mm. So yeah, I think they, they had a uh, game plan in place and they managed to execute it. And I think it, it's some ways like a sweet <laughs> revenge for Ho and Coyle as well after last year's oh, yeah. final. Final to take. yeah. I mean, both the goals came from corners.
0: The first one was Monroy's taking uh, a corner into the box and uh, Valskis with a bullet header. Second one was again, uh, Monrois corner and then I think Mopashi Rahman had a to the box. And Valskis, who had all the time in the world, all the space in the world, left unmarked, simply had to, I yeah. think, score the easiest goal of his ISL career to yeah. make it
1: a uh, 2 zero to… ADK Monbran's defenders, the fact that they are playing in a defensive shape helps, but because they're, they're not the fastest of defenders, mm-hmm. uh, Kotel, even Tiri and uh, Jingen are not the paciest of players yeah. and Jingen, as you all know, like, you know, he's coming back after a lengthy injury. So he is going to find it difficult early on. So I'm the, other the other mind. thing that the commentators pointed out was the fact that they were marking
0: the space and not marking the players yeah. and that's probably what made the difference. Like I remember the commentator pointing it out multiple times that, like, um, uh, 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 space spaces don't score goals.
1: Players score goals. <laughs> Mark your players, and that, I mean that was on. But but what? No, uh, see, I, I. But the criminal thing there was, you should have a man at the near post. Like that was something which they probably like for, forgot, or like they just like switched off at that moment in time, and that 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 was costly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it finally brought up some. I think a bit of comp- I think I was ATK Mohan Bagan's first real test of the season and got yeah. a good result in terms of the table. And then we move on to the fourth spot where we have Bengaluru FC with six points from four matches. Mm-hmm. And they only won one game mm-hmm. so far, three draws. And the one game was the one victory was a win over Chennai and FC on Sunday, which was a 1-0 win with uh committing a penalty. Which again was a very cagey affair. We thought we could go either way. There was really no way to tell who which way it's gonna go. And then I think uh, Edwin Vance Paul who came out for an injury and gave away a penalty. Yeah. And then, of course, Chetri found the back of the net with a classy finish.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, uh, Bengaluru, I think with Dimas Delgado coming back, they have some creativity going on in the midfield. But, <clears throat> sorry, uh, even then, like, you know, in, in open play, there are some good... Uh, Good moves coming about, but the final ball is something which is lacking. And Quaid yeah. has been like uh, upset about it. Like uh, even despite the win, that's what he pointed out. And I think the most telling uh, image was Sunil Shethri after the final whistle, uh, him like shaking. his head. in the post-match right. the presentation, like you can see he's so frustrated about the team not performing well. The chances is not coming because he's playing on the left wing and he doesn't get on the ball often and there are times even quadrat is also not happy with chetri because he feels like he's not supporting the team in the attack because uh, we can now hear some of the comments mm-hmm. from the time. quadrat was saying sunil push up push up <laughs> he's shouting at him because like sunil is dropping too deep uh, to get the ball because otherwise he's not getting the ball right but yeah again set pieces is something which they are again like very dangerous from I, I don't know how, how many set piece manuals they have <laughs> because it's not something which w- w- they repeat something. Yeah. Right. Do one thing uh, for a one, one set piece, and then it's like completely very different thing which they are doing for another one. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I remember, I think it was after I uh, Bengal won the ISL title. I asked uh, Srinivas Chetri, uh, you know, you guys have so many set up uh, set piece formations, so many routines, how do you remember them? Yeah. <laughs> me so before the game when we were in the dressing room we were taking a, we were taking a place or something like that and then i look at my neighbor uh, somewhere next to me and ask him so what is the set piece and then he draws it out to me mentally on the wall <laughs> over there and then we kind of memorize it it's like it's so many formations it's so hard to keep a track of them but just the fact that you know one person remembers it like basically one person remembers one more set piece and then we keep trading trading the idea credit to them actually it's, it's worked out so far for them for Bengaluru they have um, Looked menacing from set piece play. I haven't really shown, have shown a lot of prompts I Haven't really converted all of them, but I've looked menacing from set piece play for sure. And I mean, yeah, um, so far so good. Slightly boring, I would say. From my, I, I personally don't. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Bengal style of play. I wish it was more exciting. I feel like they just wait for set piece opportunities than they really taking the game to the opponents. But again, that, and I also find them extremely physical off late. But again, yeah. both past. Both the last games I've played against Chennai and against the Northeast have seen multiple yellow cards, multiple bookings. But again, that's just me and my um, my take on their style of play.
1: I, at least like uh, this match, Ashik, we saw more of him uh, on the attacking side of things because that's what's something which has been disappointing in the last one uh, last 12 months. Today, yeah. at least, like, he was he had a better better showing. Like he saw a lot of the ball, and he was able to like make those dribbling runs which he is that he's known for yeah
0: mm, yeah actually i think yeah uh, having been played in uh, unnatural position as a as a left wing back uh, now hey, Chamb, like, a, one
1: thing uh, which like i want to point out is that like so this top four teams are ones who have managed to rotate the squad well uh right. mentioned how mumbai uh, northeast have done and atk Mohan Bagan, to some extent uh had to do so because of the injuries they have had and bengaluru also mm-hmm. Uh, to some extent they have done it, but mm-hmm. the other teams, like again, like they have, I think they have played some fewer games in the bottom of the table, so we'll see like how that goes.
0: Speaking of the top four, we move to the chasers now, the next bunch of four teams led by FC Goa, who's got five points for four matches. And FC Goa is synonymous to Igor Angolo now, and the mm-hmm. Spaniard, who is Ferran Coromina's replacement, got another brace to his name against Kerala blasters a couple of days ago. First one was a fantastic finish. Second one was an absolute gift. But he yeah. was it Albino Gomez, right? Yeah. Just clearly unaware of Angulo lurking in the penalty box and then lays it off. It's almost like a gift. It was like here, Christmas is coming. Here you go. Here's your <laughs> here's your gift Angulo yeah. says, thank you buddy. and then goes and simply stalks it into the into an empty net. But yeah again, I think Goa once again looking sharp and the blasters once again. Looking disappointing.
1: Yeah. And, the, again, the person who has been Goa click better has been Brandon Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Because in the match where he didn't play, he, they lost. And unfortunately, because uh, they they had a red card early on in the game and he couldn't come on. And he, he also had some issues with his fitness. Superb uh, mm-hmm. threw ball for the second goal for Ortiz. Um, yep. Otis like, had a great game yeah, Otis had a great game. Like he had a shot yeah. of them as well, and Angulo could have had a hat trick. By the way, like he uh, he got another gift from uh, Rohit Kumar, and he ran through one goal and he could only manage yeah. to post. But Goa are like again, like again, albeit against a poor uh, Kerala Blasters uh, performance, were um, mm-hmm. able to do well. But we are seeing see like you know what this team is going to be under. And um, I'm I'm also like looking forward to like you know how their yeah, Indian wingers are going to uh, come through now. Uh, Frankie Buam and Ishan yep. Pandita and yep. uh, Makan Chote they are mm-hmm. highly regarded within this uh, go and setup. And uh, yeah, it's it's going it's it's their first season in uh, senior football as well. So. It will take some time for us to like see what uh, whether they'll get those chances. But when they do, I'm really looking forward to them. But there wasn't much on offer for personally for me from this game, other than that uh, Goa punished uh, Kerala blasters' mistakes and they got the win. Mm-hmm. And well, maybe one thing which they will look into will be Mohammad Nawaz. I like I like Mohammad Nawaz. Like. He is someone who is very good with his feet, and he he can make some some really good saves. But on with set piece in set pieces, you can see like you know how he tends to struggle. He comes out and uh, jumps for jumps to like you know punch the ball, and more often not like he ends up like missing them. Like and that's clearly his disadvantage with his height. height yeah. Uh, he can't do much about it. But then like you can see like he he when you compare him with a normal goalkeeper, he is nowhere. Hmm. Uh, to that height, he's five foot nine, which is like <laughs> it's extraordinary to me. But yeah. he is a good goalkeeper. But then, like he, uh, they haven't kept a clean sheet so far the season. But that's something which teams will be looking to exploit. Like you know, putting long balls in, like the with the likes of A T K Mohan Bagan and Jamshedpur, they will like you know exploit that weakness in FC Goa. Right, and then
0: um, well. After FC go by FC have not played since the last time we spoke. They had to play in this match week. So, they have a rest week. And then we look at Jamshedpur, FC, who have just come back to win their first game of the season with the 2-1 win over ATK Mohan Bagan. Nerejas Valskis comes back um, with the brace, comes back to goal-scoring base. Actually, continues his goal-scoring form. And I mean, yeah, I think things are looking good for them as well. They've got a very tight defence. Uh, Peter Hartley has been fantastic. And um, Vasquez has been great up front. And so has, I think even the midfield hasn't hasn't looked too bad so far. I mean, he struggled the initial games, but hasn't looked too bad now. Coming together really well. Mondroy and Alex Lima as well.
1: He's like, you can see that he's doing some somewhat similar to what he's doing at Chennai. Like in the style of play, like getting the Indian players uh, more responsibility in like, you know, Jackie, Jackie Chant. You know, he is someone who's really good as a winger, but uh, he struggled last season in Goa. But I think this season, like again, like he might come good again. Like for, I think for the first goal against Chennai and he provided the assist and uh, he also had a good uh, part to play in the first, uh, in the first half uh, of this match against uh, he, he, play, he played on the left wing, which I've not seen him that often. He's usually a right winger who who is yeah. very comfortable Playing in those outswinging crosses, Uh, but yeah, I think we also discussed a lot of Jamshedpur in the match against, uh, when we were discussing ETK Mohan Bagan, right? About how Hathi, SA, Heze and all, how they are, they use their aerial strength. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, credit will be, I I, I like to like point out about how Mubashir Rahman, uh, And uh, Auto Monroy, like he is someone who is making them click in the middle. But one thing which they will be concerned about is how they are not seeing off seeing off the matches. Uh, although the goal which they conceded against ATM Mohan Bagan was a offside goal, uh, you can you can see that like that's something which Owen Coyle also wants to address. He gave a very lengthy presentation uh, speech after the game he pointed out how he wanted uh, Ricky uh, the the left back to play mm-hmm. the into Vasquez. and
0: yeah he, but he put it into the box instead
1: and then uh, the, and ball the ball yeah. went straight, straight to arindap and from there th- came about the final move of the game where from which they could have easily conceded the equalizer so Correct. that yeah thing, i mean
0: manvir singh missed the po- missed the far post by like whisker. Yeah.
1: yeah oh speaking of i think we need to <laughs> Have a special mention for Manveer Singh. He had a phenomenal thirty minutes uh, in the match against Jamshedpur FC. He was like a man possessed. Like, what did you make of it? I honestly
0: didn't make a lot of Manveer when he was at FC Goa. I mean, he he was good for the Indian national team at junior level, and he was he was he was a fair okay, he did not get enough game time at FC Goa, but I didn't really rate him very high. I think he was another Sumit Parsi, to be honest. But like, what I've seen over him the last two games, I think it's been fantastic. I mean, even the run that he made against SC has been all that burst yeah. of speed down the right. And then to actually have the composure to cut into the box, get the ball onto his left, look at the goal, look for a defender, I mean, sorry, for a teammate, and then to unleash that strike was phenomenal. Yeah. And again, once again, against Jumpshripper as well, I think he was like a, probably the best injection of pace The needed in the second half yeah. that this so, dis- so desperately needed. And I mean, just the fact that he was able to you know really bring the team together and Three opportunities out of nothing, like a couple of shots yeah. for super I wouldn't call them half chances, those are like like one in a million chances. And even the shot that he had, which is I think the last strike of the game, where he won the ball, I think from a corner, he won the ball outside the box. He twisted and turned and then yeah. I don't know what the angle even was. He wasn't even facing the goal. He was like half facing the goal, <laughs> half facing his coach on the dugout, and then he just like like a almost like a snapshot. And yeah. like poof. And it missed the post by like I mean if you could you can see how much I'm showing it. it's literally less than two inches. Yeah. The fact that, you know, somebody who's finally coming, coming I would say probably coming good at this time, a time when on Bagan, you know, he's known to score most of his goals in the last 20 minutes of the game. Somebody yeah. who can actually excel in that period, I think, <clears> is, is it for Habas to have. And I hope, I mean, I really hope this is a season where he makes it big. Because, and, I mean, he was in the shadows in FC Goa and finally yeah. now he's, I think, going to be able to get the limelight on, on himself as well
1: that this is not a role probably he would never had at FC Goa, like where F- FC Goa, in FC Goa, like he has to be the finisher, right? Like he has to be the number nine. He probably, he can get involved in the play, but he's not the one who's creating the ch- chances, who, who doesn't, who can't do things, uh, as an individual. But here, I think where in ADK Mohan Bagan, where chances will have to be created by individual brilliance, I think yeah. now we may be able to see like, you know, if this is something which he can do it on a regular basis. So, I'm very excited to see like how this version of Manbir Singh is going to come.
0: Manbir Singh version Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move to our last um, team in the Chasers group, which is um, Chennai FC. Chennai FC are yet to win a game this season, having drawn two and lost two. And Wait, sorry, I take that back. Chennai FC have won one game this season, but they've uh, drawn one, one and lost one. Only played three matches, which is one of three teams to only play three matches in the season so far. And the last result was, of course, the deflating 1 0 uh, loss to Bengaluru FC. And Chennai actually have a lot of, um, have, a, have a big worry in their hands, have a big source of concern in Aniru Thapa's injury. Yeah. Aniru Thapa has been the side's uh, midfield mainstay over the last two and a half seasons, three seasons, and he, he's just been so influential on the pitch. And the fact that now he's been, you know, sidelined, we yet to really know how long for, but it looks yeah, like I think it's going to be a while.
1: Sa- no, Sabal in uh, today's press conference, he said that uh, it's not what they initially worried and mm-hmm. he might like, come back soon. He even like, mentioned a quote saying, uh, we'll take a call on him tomorrow, but I really doubt he can actually play tomorrow because from the what we saw in the match against Bengaluru, like, he was disconsolate. like. He had a towel over his head, like he was almost on the verge of like, you know, like breaking down because this is something, it looked really bad for him. So I'm not sure if he can make a quick recovery, but that's not, that's something which what Kerala Blaster said for Sidoncha as well, that, uh, that the injury might not be as bad as what it seemed, but now it seems like he's going to miss the entire season, right?
0: Yeah. And today we found out that he's flown back to Spain for recovery. But yeah. again, back to 9, Ismail Gonzalez was fantastic in the opening game. But again, the last two games, I think he's just been, like you said yeah. last time, he's been so leggy, he's been slow.
1: He's been. And in he's, both the matches, if you have noticed, he, he was taken off in the 57th, 56th minute.
0: Correct. Right. He barely made it through the second half. Like the first half, he was barely able to get an impact, like he did in the opening game. And I think yeah. he just, like, has somehow just faded away. I mean, obviously, too soon to comment, but then yeah. he's been you know not not really as influential as you would like to be in the in the, in the last
1: two games see uh, one thing about chennai is that like they have scored two goals so far this season and they to be honest they have created a lot of good opportunities even in the match against bengaluru they mm. uh, particularly Changte, he created two chances for fatulo but both the chances he he very yeah. tested gurpreet like he ended up like uh, hitting it against the side netting other than that like I don't know. It's, uh, it's very difficult to judge Chennai in uh, the season because the uh, squ- squad depth is something which is a worry for them because mm. they don't have what, uh, what they don't have any other player in the team who what the Tapa can offer in that side. So that's, right. some, yeah, if he is missing, then that's a huge blow for them. I don't know, like uh, when he'll come back. But Edwin, uh, once Paul he came on in uh, in the half, he was he had a tidy uh, game. Unfortunately, like you know, he put in a tackle that was his first appearance this season. Right. You know, we we know right, like you know, last, last season we saw like you know how good he was. Mm-hmm. You no, know, who needs some time on the pitch to like get going again? So maybe he will have to uh, step up now in the absence of Tapa. Tapa, right.
0: And now we are down to the last three teams. And the leader of the pack is Kerala Blasters. Four games, no wins, two draws, two losses. And now are also further dented with the loss of Sergio Siloncha to injury. Yeah. We're actually working for Blasters, are they? We, we said yeah. the same thing in the last podcast, and we're back here saying the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think, again, it's the injury concerns that uh, were there last season, what Elko Chateau faced. And uh, I don't know, man, like uh, Kerala Blasters, their attack is not something which is convincing. Uh, in the They started well against Goa. They had some mm. good openings, but they didn't capitalize. And again, like this is something which I mentioned in the uh, preview pod. They playing out from the back has a lot of risks. Particularly with the with the with the Indian goalkeeper who has not played for a long time, man. Like uh, Albino Gomez, yeah, he's been in the ISL for the last four seasons and he's played only four matches. Mm. And he's now the starting uh, goalkeeper. He I think he had some injury issues as well uh in between. But he redeemed himself with that penalty save, but again, like He's also making a lot of mistakes from the back and uh, yeah, like I think Kibu Vikuna, he is, he's not someone who's going to relent. He's not going to change his approach. So this is going to be a hard season for Kerala Blasters fans, particularly with the attacking options. Um, I I don't know like how Gary Hooper fits into this team because Mm -hmm. he's had anything influential this season so far. Yeah, and he's someone who's not had a good record coming into the season as well. So, mm. yeah, uh, tough days ahead probably for Kerala Blaster's fan. And probably they need someone like Sahal to uh, come through, who again, like has to step up now, big time. Also, he's, I think coming back for injury, right? Yeah. And for, for la- last season, after the, after his breakthrough uh, season a year back, last hmm. season wasn't that great for him so if he really needs to like you know start putting in the performances to be again like taken and right. taken uh in the, talk talked about in the same level as Anirudh tapa who was managed to like you know year on year like he started like you know kick on so that's what something uh Saha needs like a season like what tapa had last season correct
0: yeah probably it's time for Saha to step up now that last are really struggling. Mm-hmm. And we move on to team number 10, which is Orisha FC, which are my picks as a dark horse for the season. But I mean <laughs> Orisha FC and uh, uh have, have, have have yet to really register a win. And Stuart Baxter. They've lost three and only drawn one, having only one, I've only picked up one point so far. And things just haven't clicked for them yet. Like, I mean, something that we spoke on the pod preview as well, they've got a great um, a, a youth setup—they've got a lot of young players. I think the youngest team in the ISL with an average age of 24, or 23. Yeah. Because they've just not really been able to, you know, um, convert or rather use that youth in, in to their advantage. They've got, you know, uh, experience forwards. They've got experienced defenders, but th- there's just no harmony in the team. I feel like there's yeah. just too many individuals doing their own thing, and it just hasn't clicked. And it's kind of sad to see even how like Manuel the attacking line like Manuel Onu and Marcelinho,
1: yeah. Um,
0: Onu scored seven goals in four games for Rishabh last season, has looked really off color this season, and even Marcelinho, despite you know uh, playing three games, has I don't know has just hasn't looked like himself so far. Just I, mean, like,
1: I I can like, see like with other teams, at least like what what football they're trying to play. But with Odisha, I'm still figuring out, like, I can't, like, understand, like, what is it that, like, Stuart Baxter is trying to get this team to play like. Because when they are chasing a match, like, you know, there are some good things which is coming up. But other than that, like, you know, it's either, like, defending or trying to play some football, but then they are not getting the right passes for them going. But again, uh, they have, they are uh, another team who has struggled with injuries, so. Right. Or, um, uh, like... Uh, Vinith Rai is yet to come back. Jerry just came back in the last game, and uh, yeah, I think they will need their full complement of uh, players to come back for them to see if what they can uh, achieve. And achieve. Yeah.
0: And that brings us to the last team on the table as of now, which is sadly the new entrance this season, SCE's Bengal. And I mean, Robbie Fowler's nightmare is start the I S L season continues, or rather, his. Made an ISIS season continues. Uh, three games played, none won, no goals scored, and seven goals conceded.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you spoke to him before the start of the season, right? Like, what has gone wrong for him? Like,
0: so I mean, I think um, ASIS Bengal had the least amount of time to really prepare for the season, and they played no friendlies also coming into the into, into the campaign. So that's one perhaps big disadvantage that they had. But I mean talking to him ahead of the season, he said that you know um, he would want to play. A combination of the Jurgen press and um, uh, the t- Tiki of football where he would hold on to the ball and attack the team and get possession and score goals basically he was he was the best of everything he basically wanted the best possible outcome for his team in every given stage which is what any manager would want but he had a plan for everything and he also you know highly rated his team's uh, uh, set piece coach and said that that would be you know uh, probably a turning point for them. was a pioneer of sorts in Indian football to have a set-piece coach and how um, basically how he was he he would exploit any small advantage he could get in order to get past an opponent. But when I look at SC's wing got play now I haven't seen them look menacing or even slightly threatening from any set-piece so far. That's one thing that I have to uh, say at the end of three games that they haven't really Mm -hmm. made use of the set-pieces at all so far. But I mean there is a lot of good work that's happening you can see how they've slowly the first game was bad the second game was slightly better third game was actually not too bad at all like against they were Diego unlucky united. right they
1: could they could have they no uh exactly. against uh, northeast united in the third game right they could have North they could have had a penalty in the first 20, in the, within the 20th minute and that could have probably been the opening which they needed yeah things the, the game completely yeah, that, go, that goes late.
0: yeah and even anthony pilkington i mean he came he came into he came in finally like he he, he i think he began the game with a few shots which were Sailing into the stands. And then eventually he actually got in, and he barely missed the crossbar by a few inches. He yeah. actually got into the game towards the end. And they were sadly undone by a couple of refereeing howlers against yeah. Northeast. But if things, you know, if they continue the way they are, even though they are at the bottom of the table right now and haven't really looked very impressive, but they have, I think, on a trajectory, they have been going upwards over the last, from game to game. And I think it's a matter of time before, you know, they start to click completely and um, actually start getting the points on the board.
1: He, Fowler, every match, he's been saying that, like, you know, um, we are like, seeing glimpses of what, what, like, you know, how we are playing good and all that. But again, like, I'm, I'm still, like, wondering, like, how they'll be able to get to that next level because they have some injury issues as well. And he's also mentioned, like, how you can see the… Even though there's a lot of experience in the Indian uh, players there, but I'm not sure like if he can get them to play the way he wants to. Yeah, but like it's otherwise it's going to be a long season for them.
0: I, I mean, I, I don't I'm not going to really draw parallels, but it's almost like SC's Bengal is the C S K of the ISL. Okay. They got all the old Indian players there. <laughs> they got JJ, he got Balwan, they got all the old and, and who, who's the third one?
1: Um, Who is the Dhoni in this team? <laughs> <laughs> Go JJ. Because he's <laughs> not Dhoni. <laughs> he's he's, he's a with Dhoni. Chennai so. boy also. <laughs> <laughs> Former
0: Yeah, like, I mean, you see, most of the players in East Bengal are towards the late 20s, early 30s. So, uh, Fowler has a very experienced team, unlike what Orusha has, which is a very young team. Fowler has a very experienced and you know mature team. But yeah. with that also, Set, set of challenges and I mean, I guess it's about, you know, it's only been three games. So probably give them yeah. another couple of games, so we can properly I, I,
1: screw But them. I think they, they have some very difficult fixtures uh, coming along their way, which is they are playing Jamshedpur next, who will inform Hyderabad also playing pretty good. Then it's Kela Blasters, Chen NFC until the end of the year. so. Hmm. Maybe they can start picking up some points here. There is some Yeah, option. I think at least
0: two wins in the next three games will put them in some sort
1: of a yeah. good stead. And so we I have seen in this league, like you know, even with a win or a two in the first six matches, they can come back. Like Chennai have done that. And this year, this year you have two extra matches compared to last season. So right. yeah, there is room for improvement. But yeah, and but then like I'm not sure like how they're they're going to come from though.
0: Slightly cynical about it, skeptical, that. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, and that brings us to the end of the table wrap. So, you wrapped up all the 11 teams, and now we have we give you a quick injury update on the players that are injured currently. So, uh, Mumbai City, I think all good. So, for now, we've got injuries at Chennai FC, which is Anirudhapa, who has been ruled out. Uh, then uh, Sergio Sidoncha has left Kerala Blasters for the season, he's gone back to Spain to recover from his ankle injury that he suffered when. Uh, kela blasters
1: play against uh, chennai NFC, the 00 draw who was marcelino, marcelino uh, for odisha he was a doubt for the match against mumbai but he came on in the second half played the 45 minutes but again like it, that's something baxter said that he was not going to risk him because it's a long season but he ended up still like playing him chasing a two 0 scoreline hmm. but yeah other than that uh, ADK, david williams yeah david williams yeah. is having who has fitness issues and has is apparently suffered a
0: toe injury. And even Javi Hernandez missed the last game. Yeah. Um, I think Hernandez also has picked up a knee injury, if I'm not mistaken, a knee or an ankle injury. That's mm. five big players who are out. And even Sahal Abdul Samad is still recovering, hasn't fully really recovered from his injury. So yeah. that's quite a big names that are facing injuries right now. And I mean, probably just gives you a hint of how rigorous the league is and the toll that it takes on a player's body having to yeah. play competitive football after a massive eight-month layover. And now that brings us to the final segment, which is the big talking point of the week, which has to be some of the refereeing howlers that we've witnessed this year, uh, this over the last week. And I think the first one I would want to start off with is by talking about how Ashik Kuranian got away <laughs> uh, without getting a red card against uh, Chennai NFC. Uh, started off by running, uh, I think the first infringement that he did was running out of the ball uh, and a free kick that Chennai NFC had in the fifth minute, I think. And then yeah. two huge rash and almost like you know resting tackles on Deepak Tangre and Aniru Thapa earned him one yellow card. Three fouls earned
1: him one yellow card. For me, it resembled for me like a train like running through <laughs> someone. That's how like Ashik like runs. Like he he he's like a huge figure. Like even for a slender man like, he is somewhat like built, right? Like, not chested, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, he ran. Unfortunately for Tapa, it was terrible, like, for him to, like, he got, like, properly clattered <laughs> by Ash. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And he didn't stop there. I mean, Ashik continued to be so physical through the opening half. Second half, he was kind of subdued. Opening mm-hmm. up he was so physical, but it was just surprising to see how the ref um, didn't think he, that any of his tackles wanted a second yellow. I think that was one to start off with second one was undoubtedly the <laughs> the big talking point from atk mohan burgun's game against Yomshetpur. yeah how did clearly, he clearly offside of that? He was offset but, by a yard
1: yeah to be fair though like uh, we have criticized the refereeing in indian football for for a long time and particularly last season was terrible mm-hmm. for the first half of the season the season it's been fairly incident free there have been like some uh, dubious uh, calls but not bad man, like, I, obviously like when uh, decisions go against a certain team, calls for VAR uh, come out. Uh, Robbie Fowler himself, uh, after the after this team were denied two penalties, he said that like, he's yeah. not a fan of VAR, <laughs> he would like VAR. So yeah. I'm, I'm not sure like how that's going to work out. Uh, yeah, but me. Maybe like if VAR comes, then people will be like, no, we don't want VAR want no, because how much time it takes and how people mm-hmm. get their decisions wrong. But yeah, like as long as like decisions don't lead to, uh, I mean, like, obviously we only talk, talk about these things when they are like, you know, when they cost the, some points for the teams. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so far it's not that been bad, but this, this week in particular, Three mere major calls can could have gone either way. Really, yeah, I think even Chenin also had a call for a penalty, right? Yeah. That- exactly. yeah. I was coming to that.
0: Yeah, that was, I think, in the box. Ashley um shot into the box and it actually rubbed off his extended elbow and went out. Yeah. And he was bizarrely awarded a corner. If the referee mm-hmm. saw the ball strike him in the arm in the box, with an extended elbow, how does that play out as a corner?
1: probably,
0: and probably and thought, were trailing one oh, yeah. zero then that would have completely changed the course of the, of the game i mean yeah. speaking of penalties not given we also have how sc is being able to deny two penalties as well when they uh, in in their last loss and that also mm. was quite a, a a shocking thing i mean
1: first one was a clear on, penalty
0: yeah when Ashutosh Mata got on uh, jack mogoma and the boss the 19th minute mm-hmm. it itself could like yeah. have changed the game completely, but just the fact yeah. that the ref failed to spot, the uh, it's, it's more of the referee when we spot and their assistants also, um, at times are caught napping. Like a lot of the uh, decisions also have to be taken by the uh, assistants as well. Like yeah. the offside decision example, Roy Krishna's goal. That was clearly the assistants, assistant's call.
1: Another incident, which I think we have overlooked is, uh, since you mentioned the assistant referee, Jacob Tratt. He f- uh, boomed outside the box, yeah, yeah, and the assistant flagged uh, for a foul, and the confusion which ensued after that was so hilarious to watch. Where the referee is like wondering, like he took the card out and he's wondering, like who do I book? Who do I? Book? <laughs> and he, and he goes yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes back and he asks the linesman, as well. and, and I think probably he also like I'm not sure, like who I call the foul on. <laughs> Then he
0: asked Bumu himself, he like who do I book? And then Boom's <laughs> yeah, like suicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. that
1: was like unfortunate, that but was, then it was hilarious. I that was ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Same game as well, right? We had Mutara Fall who was disallowed to yeah. even though he beat the keeper, he jumped yeah. he jumped above uh, Kamaljeet and got the header in, tore it into the goal. But Kamaljeet clattered with Mutara fall and was Surprisingly, the goal was just allowed and Tamaljit went off, having suffered a concussion. Yeah. But it was for no fault of the of the attacking player. Like, of yeah. fault, nothing wrong there. So, I mean, yeah. a couple of the decisions just, you know, uh, are probably beyond us. And yeah. beyond everybody who are watching the games. I mean, there's been a lot of uproar yeah. for the last one week, at sure, least.
1: And I'm sure we'll have more to talk about as well like, The season. We will keep an eye on them and then keep keep them. We'll We'll put the spotlight on it.
0: But again, yeah, like you said, I mean it's not it's not the easiest job being a referee. A lot is happening this season. And like every this season, a lot is happening in the pitch. But I mean, for people who sit here as armchair critics, we we do see things in replay, we do see things in different angles and have a better perception than them. But yeah. Hopefully these games don't change the outcome of the league on the whole. Yeah. That's all we can see at this point. Yeah, and yeah, and
1: bef- before we, before we wrap up, I wanna uh, g- give a special mention to uh, the best like sorry of this week was from the Chen- one Chennai fan in the fan fan cam <laughs> who put a banner of the uh ISL 2018 <laughs> final between Ben-Dur and Chennai that was the most funniest thing which yeah. I watched this week. So props him. I don't remember his name, but yeah.
0: If you listen to this. Kudos to you, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a good one.
0: <laughs> On that note, we will wrap up this episode of Full-Time Show, which is Sportstar's Indian football special podcast. Yeah, Do head over to our website, which is www.sportstar.hindu.com then- for a lot of cool stuff. We've got quizzes, we've got FAQs, we've got daily blogs, and, and we are also said, coming
1: up with some... Sorry, sorry to cut here. But we are also coming up with some cool stats uh, for this Indian Super League season. The Comparing the team's attacking, defensive uh, strengths, all of them are coming soon. So, keep an eye out for that.
0: Yeah, we've got you covered. Predicted levels, head-to-heads, mm-hmm. quizzes, FAQs, you name it, we got you covered. So, head over to sportsstar.yhenday.com And yes, we look forward to um, catching up with you all next week again. Please do subscribe to our podcast. And let us know in the comment section if you want us to talk about something in particular or if you have any feedback for us. We're more than happy to hear from you. And this is Sham and Arshin signing out.